Hey, this is Tyler Sugar. Join me weekday mornings for Bump and Run, brought to you by Chris Foster Heating and Air, your Ream Heating and Air Condition Specialist right here in Spartanburg on Fox Sports 1400, 98.3 FM. Coach Stephen Fazzaro joins us uh, here live at McDonald's in Inman. Coach, baseball season is here. Y'all are going to get on the field today in the Steve Sanders Baseball Tournament. Um, I know your guys are glad to be back. Absolutely. You know, I was just sitting there last night reflecting on all the things that have happened in the last 51 weeks and to, to know what we lost and and all those things is one thing. But, you know, this group of guys has really worked their tail off and, and I, I can't wait to watch them play tonight. As excited as they will be to take the field is, is as excited I, as I am to just watch them play the game. Looking back at last year, y'all were going to have a pretty good baseball team. I think y'all ended the season, you whooped up on Broom a little bit in the last game before <laughs> things went down. And um, what are you bringing back this year? Uh, well, you know, last year's team graduated 10, so there, there are 10 of those guys, and, you know, we'll, we'll contend that they had the opportunity to be one of the best teams in, in Chapman history, but uh, that wasn't the plans that, that God had for those guys and, and, and our program at that point, but, uh, you know, really we return... Uh, a couple starters. Uh, Jacob Murray is a three-year starter for us. He'll be playing third base. Uh, you know, Jake has, has done everything in our program. He's batted in the middle of the order. He's been you know, the off-season player of the year with his work in the weight room. Um, you know, we expect him to lead as uh, Drew Settle, who a lot of people know as, as the quarterback and yep. football player. Uh, Drew's an outstanding baseball player. Uh, he actually started at shortstop for us last year um, with Ben Rollins being out to, to start the season. Uh, and then Walt Waddell, uh, again, somebody else that you hear a lot about with, with football. Um, you know, Walt started for his all eight games last year and, and, and really lit it up. So you know, those guys return with, with a decent amount of experience, but we got a, a really good group of young guys that I'm excited about as well. Let's talk about your pitching a little bit. How's your pitching sack up? Uh, you know, again, just inexperience. Uh, you know, that's going to kind of be the theme of the team early on, but you know, this group of guys has played together. For, for a really long time, um, and I expect them to be really good. Uh, Ricky Montalvo is the guy that, that we think is going to be the ace. Again, a lot of people know Rick as our kicker, all-state yep. kicker, but uh, Ricky's a guy that can, can run it up on the radar gun sometimes and uh, mixes three pitches for strikes and a guy that, that we think really highly of. Um, and again, you know, we have some guys that, that have experience behind them with Gavin Bishop, one of our few, not Gavin Humphreys, one of our few seniors. Um, I'm excited about Gavin. Uh, Banks Adkins, uh, again, somebody who's been successful on the basketball court. He's not played baseball in, in two years, but we're excited to have him back, and, and he's a guy we think is going to give us an opportunity on the mound as well. Offensively, are y'all going to be a team that plays small ball? Are you going to hit for power? What's what's the deal with your offense? Um, you know, for, for us, we talk about our philosophies when any way necessary. Um, you know, last year's group, it was a lot of fun because we could bang it out of the park. We could do a lot of those things. Um, but we also beat Ashley Ridge down in Charleston, um, bunting and, and playing small ball. So, you know, I would expect us to be the same way. You know, we work every day on our offensive game from approach, you know, to, to understanding counts, understanding what we're looking for, understanding situations, bunting, hitting and running. Um, you know, we just like to dictate tempo and be aggressive. So I would expect us to be much the same way. Get underway today, the Steve Sanders Baseball Tournament. Uh, we talked yesterday with uh, with Coach Waddle about how this thing came about, and I know you guys are excited to be playing in that and playing against a lot of um, in-county teams. You were in the Bowling Springs bracket, so you'll be with uh, it'll be you, Bowling Springs, Malden, and Oahala. How do you think that bracket sets up? Uh, that's an unbelievable bracket. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, that's exactly what, what we want. Uh, you know, if, if you go back and look at our schedules, um, you know, since I've had the opportunity to be the head coach, you know, we try to play as many 5A and 4A schools as possible. Um, you know, I, it's my belief that if we can play against the absolute best in the state, then, you know, when we get to the playoffs in 3A or get to our region in 3A, that, that is still high-quality baseball. 
um, then it, we're not going to be surprised by anything. Uh, and, and we're trying to create and, and, and go win state championships. In order to do that, we need to see the absolute best. So, you know, obviously we have a ton of respect for all of those guys. You know, Bowling Springs and Malden obviously are a bear in themselves. But, um, you know, we're, we look forward to being able to step onto the field with them and compete and see exactly where we are. How important is a tournament like this, a county tournament, um, for Spartanburg County and all the teams around here? You know, we, we hear a lot about football uh, in this area. Obviously, there's unbelievable football. But, but sometimes, you know, people don't understand the quality of baseball that is here. Um, you know, here in our town, you can look at, you know, two pillars of our community, um, you know, are baseball guys. Um, you know, you, you look at Mr. Everhart. Um, you look at uh, Bill Metcalf. Um, baseball is, is, you know, alive and strong in this community, and, and there, there's a lifeline here. So, you know, to be able to put our teams on display and, and hopefully in normal years, uh, the community being able to come out and see them um, just kind of brings awareness to the guys that are here. But there's some unbelievable coaches in this area. There's some unbelievable um, players in this area, and I think a tournament like this allows uh, the community to come out and see those things. Uh, looking at your schedule right now, regular season, you start off Spartanburg, Greer, Spartanburg, Woodruff. That is a tough start <laughs> to the schedule. Uh, you get into region play, and of course, this is one of the best regions in um, in in you know basketball, football, and baseball. So, uh, a loaded region. How do you think the region stacks up this year? You know, honestly, it's it's wide open. Um, you, you know, the last few years, you know, our region may not have been what the quality of this one is. Um, but you start looking around our region and you see some some places that can play. Obviously, Coach Waddle is is a Hall of Fame coach and has really worked his tail off down there. I, I expect them to be really good. Um, we've known that Clinton has had a young core group that, that was coming. Um, got a lot of respect for Coach Perkins at Woodruff and, and the things um, <clears throat> that, that he's going to be able to do there. You know, Stanley Moss, who used to be the head coach at Emerald, is is a Chapman guy and has been back here coaching with us for three years. But we know the program that, that he built down there at Emerald and, and Colby Painter from Chesney's taken over. Um, so we expect it to be a, a rough and tough region. But, again, our, our mindset is, you know, if we're playing the schedule that we're playing, then when we get to region, we're not going to be surprised by anything. And, and we're not going to flinch, and we're going to play the game uh, to the best of our abilities. And, and I think that we'll be right there with everybody. As far as um, attendance at baseball games, what's y'all's policy on that? Uh, We've kind of had a, a, a small issue with our field this year um, that's going to turn into a great blessing as far as the way attendance works. So uh, we're actually going to be playing at the old Chapman. Um, and and I'm really uh, honestly excited about that. I think it's going to be something that's going to be really cool for our community uh, because all the little league teams are up there and all of those kind of things, and it's open. Uh, there's, there's really no limits on the amount of people that's going to be there. So we had a scrimmage the other night, and you know, there were probably three or 400 people there by the time you, you counted all the little leaguers that as they were walking out of practice, standing on the hill. So you know, we've kind of joked that it, it may not be our home field, but uh, we're going to have more fans than probably anybody in the state of South Carolina this year. So we, we look forward <laughs> to being able to play in front of them. Coach, it sounds good. Looking forward to baseball getting underway. Uh, the Steve Sanders Baseball <clears throat> Tournament starts tonight. Y'all play at 5 o'clock? Yes, sir. 5, five o'clock. o'clock. Wahala. Yeah, and you're at you're playing at Bowling Springs. Yes, sir. With a beautiful new facility. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we were looking forward to playing at the Mill, but um, some things happened, and, and we've moved over there. And, and, and Coach Lipscomb, you know, we just appreciate him hosting that part of the tournament for us. Absolutely. Well, Coach, good luck to you this season. I'm sure we'll be talking to you again as the season rolls along. But thanks for coming out and being our first guest in like a year that can actually come to McDonald's. Absolutely. Anytime, I, man. Anytime. Starting to feel a little more normal now. Yes, sir. Thanks, Coach. That's Coach Stephen Sarr, the head coach of the Chapman Panthers joining us on a bump and run here on this Friday. This is Assistant Director Harold Cooper.
the FBI, and you are listening to my friend Tyler Sugart on Bump and Run. Is the head basketball coach of the Dorman Cavaliers, who will play tomorrow night for the Class 5A state championship for the fifth consecutive year. Coach Thomas Ryan joins us, brought to you by Spartanburg Waters, Twice the Ice. Coach, how are you this morning? Doing good. I hope y'all are. Uh, Coach, have have the nerves started to set in yet? Well, we're excited. You know, you kind of this year's a little better because it's a Tuesday Friday night turnaround instead of the last four years. It's been a a whole week between the semifinal game and and the finals, and uh, you know, I probably kind of like this a little better. You kind of more normal approach a a Tuesday Friday in this case a Tuesday Saturday. Uh, So we're excited and ready, and, and, and excited nervousness. Let's just say that. Well, Coach, uh, the other night uh, you had an epic game with Riverside that came down to the very end. Uh, of course, they Foster hitting a three with .4 seconds left on the clock. Uh, Coach, it couldn't have been a better basketball game to watch, I know. Um, it could have been a lot better for you. I mean, you got the win, and you're, you're happy about it, but, I mean, I know you would have been a little more comfortable if that game would have been a little bigger spread there at the end. Yeah, it was a great basketball game. Give Riverside a ton of credit. That was the fourth time playing them. We knew that it'd probably come down to a one-possession game. Both teams just had been so close during the year that they were our last loss uh, back in December was them. And they're well coached and could have gone any either way. You know, we had a ten-point lead at the half and didn't come out in the third quarter. So really, an opportunity to kind of put them away. Instead, Riverside, uh, you know, hit some big shots early in the third and it got back close and kind of stayed. Uh, that way for the rest of the game. But, you know, give our guys credit. We actually went down. We, we went down by one uh, there in the middle of the fourth and were able to regain our composure. And, uh, you know, you had that, that belief, you instilled belief that you're going to win. And, and Faye Foster, a uh, very clutch play. Ice water in his veins. That was a big shot uh, there to win it. Well, Coach, uh, Zay's been doing stuff like that for you all year. Talk about what he's meant to this program this year. Well, you know, Zay came back. He went through middle school, played with us for us as a freshman, and then was gone for a couple of years and, 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 and came back. And, and glad, he, glad he's here. It took a while. He didn't start the first 10 or 12 games for us. Uh, didn't have a summer. So, he, you know, he kind of was behind learning all our schemes and sets and different things. Just took a while. So he didn't play well um, up until after Christmas. And and since then, though, he's taken off. And it's the biggest thing is just his confidence. And Ridgeview the other night on the road, you know, had 19, 17 against Riverside. I mean, he's just playing at a high level now, and that just complements Jalen so well. I mean, Jalen, 5A Player of the Year, statistically had one of the best seasons I've ever had from a guard. Uh, but those two playing well at the same time give us a, a formidable backcourt. Uh, this is one of the best in the state, if not the best backcourt in the state. Coach, um, playing for your fifth consecutive state title, um, it's been done a couple of times before, but it was a really long time ago. Charleston High School did it in the 20s. They won six consecutive. Columbia High School did it uh, back in 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. That's 19, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. Uh, so, you know, this is something that hadn't been done in a very long time. Five consecutive state chi- titles in basketball, if you can get it done uh, this weekend. Coach, just, you know, how have you been able to build a program that has maintained this kind of longevity? Well, I think uh, consistency day in and day out, you know, not just on game day, but how you practice, how you prepare, you know, how we do film work, uh, just an expectation. I also think, you know, believe it or not, fifth and sixth grade, this all comes down to 
to, to a bigger picture. You know, that we, we start in the fifth and sixth grade here. We've added seventh grade basketball at all three middle schools. So, and then you have your normal eighth grade middle school team. So, you know, we just get to know these kids. You start in the fifth grade. This is fifth through twelfth grade. And so they watch, they see, they're part of it. They're, they're in that Dorman uh, practice jersey as a fifth or sixth grader on Saturday mornings. And, and I think that just helps us build an expectation. And then as, as coaches, we can't compromise uh, the expectations in the classroom, you know, h- how they're uh, treating, you know, respect. I mean, all those things go in. If you want to play basketball for Gorman, this is the expectation, and we will not deviate. And so, and then the last component of that is, hey, uh, we've been fortunate and blessed to have some really good players that have fit into that culture. And you put both of those together, and, and I think that's where you get where we're at today. Coach Thomas Ryan joins us on the Image Printing Hotline, brought to you by Spartanburg Waters twice the ice coach. Uh, River Bluff, tell us what you know about the Gators. Well, River Bluff concerns me a lot like Riverside. they got great guard play. All five starters shoot the three. matter of fact, all five starters hit a three in one of their last two games. Uh, so, you know, they're going to extend our defense. The Noah at 6'10", uh, Earl at 6'7", are going to have to guard all the way to the three-point line, guard the perimeter. Uh, that's a little concern. At the same time, we hope we can turn into an advantage as they don't have quite the size we have. Uh, so then on the other end, I, I hope that we can establish uh, something inside. Uh, we'll help Zay and that will help Zay and uh, Jalen out a lot. Uh, but just guarding them on the printers, big concern. They shoot the ball really, really well. Uh, they run a nice zone, matchup zone defense that we hadn't seen a lot of. So it'll be different for us in, in that respect. Uh, you're probably looking at a lower scoring game. Um, but uh, it'll be big. River Bluffs are really, really good. They hadn't got as many games in because of COVID, um, but what we have, we can tell uh, they're definitely one of the best teams we'll see all year. Well, Coach, it's not the Colonial Life Arena where you've won the previous four. Uh, you'll be at USC Aiken. How is that going to be different? Does that play into this thing at all? Well, I'm excited, you know, starting my career playing at USC Aiken myself, and then my first coach job at Aiken High, living in the Aiken community for 12 years. I'm excited to go back there. Uh, but just to answer your question, as far as the, the convocation center that we're playing in, it, it's fantastic. It's one of the best Division II arenas. So if you can't be in the Colonial Life Center, it's nice that they were able to find a venue. Uh, this beautiful, obviously, we have reduced seating. The tickets have been incredible to come by. I think there's 700 fans that are going to be allowed. Um, you know, and, and we sold out in eight minutes yesterday our allotment. Um, but it'll be exciting. I'm glad fans get to see it. Parents get to see their kids. Uh, the venue's going to be it's, it's nice. It, it is odd going to Aiken. Uh, but they picked a good venue, and, and it'll be fun. Of course, when you play in the Dorman Arena about every night, I mean, you know. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's, uh, that's good. Right. Coach, uh, good luck to you against River Bluff. Bring home that fifth consecutive state title, and and uh, uh, we hope you we, you can pull it off and, and get another win and win another state championship. Congratulations on the success so far, and good luck to you Saturday night. Thanks, Tyler. Y'all have a good day. Appreciate y'all. Thanks, Coach. That's Coach Thomas Ryan, head coach of the Dorman Cavaliers. They play for their fifth consecutive state title uh, coming up. Saturday night as they'll take on Riverbuff. Alex, it's it's. I don't like to throw around the word dynasty, but I don't think there's any word, any other word for it. Yeah, I, I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. This kind of dominance. I mean, you know, you've seen dominant programs. Dutch Fork is on a nice run in football right now. Spartan High in the '90s. Uh, there were some really good Gaffney basketball teams in the early 2000s. Some good teams out of Columbia. Uh, but this, I mean, they created a new division, 5A, 
and Dorman's never lost a playoff game in, in 5A. And they're looking. You better say Burns football. Or, Burns yeah. football, yes. Burns football was very <laughs> good. Hey, Dorman, Dorman volleyball had a nice. I don't know that they oh, ever yeah. got five they're, in a row, best. but they got like seven out of ten or something outrageous. Uh, really crazy stuff. But this is something. I mean, on the highest level, on the biggest stage. Uh, and just the talent that they brought through in the last handful of years has really been impressive. And if they win this one, this will be the first one they win without Miles Tate. So that is special to do it because uh, number 12 was special. Jalen Brazil has been awesome really good. this year. Uh, but this could be their first one without Miles Tate. So that would be something a little different, a little special. Because, you know, you see teams get somebody, you know, like if LeBron James won three straight high school basketball championships, you're like, okay, I see that. But then... If that school went on to win another two without him, you're like, oh, maybe the coach is on to something. And uh, uh, Coach Ryan you know, has had some talent, but he deserves all the credit in the world. 